Welcome to the Daily Dharma, a podcast where we draw inspiration from Buddhist philosophy on how to fix and better our lives. Join us as we dig through the archives of Buddhist texts, great teachers, and real life to grab an extra hit of wisdom to lift us up from the daily grind and find much needed peace. Hi, everyone. Welcome to the Daily Dharma. In this episode, we're going to be talking about another rung on the Noble Eightfold Path called Right Effort. To begin, I'm going to be reading the explanation from the same tricycle article that I mentioned last week. If you want to take a look, the link is in the link tree on our Instagram. But to begin, I'm just going to read this passage and then I'm going to share a little bit of my insights on it based on my own life experiences. So here is the passage. Right effort is the energetic will to one, prevent bad states of mind from arising. And number two, to be able to get rid of bad states that have already arisen within a being. And number three, to produce and to cause to rise good and wholesome states of mind not yet arisen. And number four, to develop and bring to perfection the good and wholesome states of mind already present in a being. So I find right effort very interesting because unlike other facets of the Eightfold Path, such as right speech or right action or right livelihood, This is a rung that I find is actually quite difficult to define unless you actually read the definition. Because what does right effort really mean? Does it mean that we're exerting ourselves in the right frequency or the right way? Um, What does that exertion, what is it supposed to look like? What is right exertion? What is wrong exertion? What is exertion really when it comes to the spiritual sense? And I think it's really interesting how the definition of this comes together under right effort, which is essentially preventing bad states of mind, making sure that if you have existing bad states that you get rid of them. And number three, to put that intention and to set the groundwork for good states of mind, and then essentially to perfect those states of mind and develop them. So to nurture them and to allow them to grow. And in general, I think preventing bad states from happening and encouraging good states from happening is very much on par already with what we do spiritually. But I think the extra step here that makes right effort particularly special, at least from my perspective, is growing aware of what current states are already actively within you. Because I think due to the habit of just being used to certain things that we experience, like for example, when we feel this discomfort that we have felt so many times, even though it is discomfort and we feel ill at ease, we still feel like that is natural. That is a part of who we are. And I think a really core part of right effort is examining all of the sensations that we experience, including in our mind, in our body, 
even the speech patterns we have, and really seeing the root of where those words and states come from. For example, I think something that was really interesting to me is just understanding that unconsciously, I had actually absorbed what other people thought of me without examining that. And thus, what it left me with is just a state of ill illness and just not feeling great about myself. But when I actually examined that state and I was like, why am I not feeling good? Okay, it's because other people are going to say slash have been saying this and I absorb that. Why did I absorb that? Because I believe that I needed to listen to these people. Well, is that correct? No, actually, I do have the ability to realize that I am in power of my own self-conception. And if I wanted to, I can actually choose to believe what I want about myself. I think in a nutshell, that's essentially a big part of the process of exerting the right effort, is realizing that it's not enough to just be bringing in new good habits and making sure we don't develop new negative habits, but it's also about examining what's already within us. And just like there are bad things that we've just gotten into the habit of doing, there's also good things that have already been started that we can actually further nurture and grow and expand. And becoming aware of all of those different states of being within ourselves is really the core of right effort. So in general, I would say that a good way to actually do this is to always learn to question what is going on within yourself and never to accept something as just natural or something as this is just who I am or this is how it's always been. Because I would say that's one of the biggest mental traps that at least I find myself falling into when I don't stop to examine why it is I feel this way or why I did something or why I said something. All of us are kind of trapped in these patterns that no matter what, it seems to be creating the same sensations within us. And we, at the beginning of the spiritual path, I think the first step is understanding I'm not happy. Whatever it is that I'm doing, I'm not happy. But then the next step, which is right effort, is really understanding, okay, of the things that are making me unhappy, what is the root cause of those things? Am I wanting to do these things? Or am I believing something that isn't true anymore? Or something that I haven't examined enough? And when we go back and back and back to all of the different thoughts and the, essentially the chains that build um, a particular habit or a particular belief, it's the best way to dismantle them. And of course, throughout this whole process, we have to be kind to ourselves because, for example, like what I mentioned before, it's not like I wanted to hurt myself by believing the wrong things. But as human beings, we're often sponges. We absorb a lot of things we shouldn't. And that's from other people. That's from the media we consume. We can't help it. It's just a way that 
we are often built. We are built for communication. We're built to be open and to be trusting. And sometimes that leads to a trauma that leads to bad states for ourselves. But that is not a failing of us. That is just another way for us to have a deeper understanding of how we work as people and also to be kind when we're able to unravel that particular habit, that particular trauma to the root of it. So we're able to say, okay, I see you now. I see the root of this habit and I'm ready to let go. And of course, just like every part of the Eightfold Path, right effort, like everything else, takes a lot of practice and a lot of work. And it happens over time. I think, of course, as well, like preventing bad states from happening requires other aspects of the Noble Eightfold Path to be at play. And really, it's about understanding what is leading to good states and what is leading to bad states and making sure you're focusing on the good and not the bad. But that is so much easier said than done. In fact, if I can reorder this, I would actually put becoming aware of all the good stuff within yourself and the bad stuff within yourself first, because that's when you start to learn that how, like how habits are made, how habits are made, and also how to become aware that a habit is good and a habit is bad. And once you fully understand what's already within yourself, it's going to make it much easier to actually build good habits because you already know how you built your current existing good habits and how to get rid or prevent bad habits from happening because you're aware of the traps that led you to your existing bad habits from happening. And you also know how you got rid of them. So you know what to do, like in terms of the guardrails, the spiritual guard guardrails, the thoughts, the warnings that you need to put for yourself to know, okay, this is when I know a certain habit or a certain action or word or thought is going to lead to a bad place. This is how I know it's going to lead to a good place. This is how to check in with myself. And that's kind of where the process aspect is at. And I think right effort is essentially making sure that you're putting in that energy to examine yourself and to help yourself understand and to clarify like what are the states that you want and what are the states you want to get rid of and just letting that effort be in your spiritual practice in your being every day if possible because then you're always diligent and aware of what's going on with you and you're able to be that guide and mentor to like help you go towards better and happy and calm states and move away slowly with time from sad unhappy and states that are not serving you thank you again for listening to the daily dharma i really appreciate you being here and listening to this teaching. I hope you enjoyed this episode. Until next time, please stay safe out there.